1: to the best part of the week. It's another episode of the United States of a movie podcast. The movie podcast by movie fans for movie fans where we try to answer the unanswerable question as we try to define just one movie to represent each state in these United States. My name is Oli Pechku. I cut my teeth in the world of television. I used to be paid by Cinemax to make fun of terrible movies on e Movies are my passion. I love to talk about them and it's even more fun when you can talk about it with people that love them as much as you and that's why I get to introduce my amazing co-host writer filmmaker movie nerd himself Will Hirsch welcome back to the show Hey who uh,
0: how you doing today <laughs>
1: <laughs> Always that's was an impression perfect, I love that perfect you
0: always De Niro. <laughs> Perfect Nero That's That's my Robin Williams impression It's <laughs> very pretty good You nailed yeah.
1: it uh, yeah. And of course uh, the man the, the man the myth the legend the Ryan Sandler welcome
2: back to the show buddy Oh man you know we've been listening to our the outcry from our listeners to You know, uh, dive into a bit more culture and a bit more substance and be more inclusive (laughs) in the movies that we pick. And we really missed the fucking mark on this.
0: Could not have been more off target. Oof. I can't. three of the three of the whitest movies.
1: Have <laughs> picked, honestly, honestly, you are not wrong. And considering that the state that we're talking about this week is Alaska, uh, where there are definitely <laughs> Native people, um, it was a yeah. Um, um, that's definitely something that we're going to get into. Yeah. Um. Only one of the, only one
2: of these movies has any remote reference. Two places in Alaska and Yeah, boy, it's not reality. the one you think. It is not <laughs> the one you think.
1: And there is one movie that constantly references Eskimos but never shows any of them and nope. honestly is pretty much committing hate crimes left, right, and center. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, that's a toss-up. <laughs>
1: <really>. <laughs> so um so like I was saying, the uh the, the state we're trying to take down is Alaska. That is an it was an interesting choice. Um we kind of came out the gate like all kind of relatively a little bit confident about the movies we were going to do. And then we all started second guessing ourselves. And then yep. like, we were all so confused as to which ones had actually been picked that I ended up doing a triple feature back to back to back yesterday of all Ooh. the movies that, uh, that we chose. Um, let's, um, well, we'll start with the one that I picked, uh, you know, and then we'll just go down <laughs>
2: from <there. Be> Smart, <laughs> smart.
1: Because I, I picked a movie that I've only seen once. Um, and I desperately wanted to see it again. I remember thinking it was fantastic when I watched it. And it is still fantastic. Spoiler alert. The 2002 movie Insomnia, directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, Al Pacino, Oscar winner Robin Williams, Oscar winner Hilary Swank, Oscar winner uh, Martin Donovan, who will get into that as well. Um, but it's, um, this, it, it's a noir movie with no noir. It's all light.
2: <laughs> I kept waiting for Martin Donovan to walk up and he's like, I've got one word for you. Tenet. Tenet. Exactly.
1: And then he's
2: gone for the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, it was so bothering
0: this, me. Famously yeah.
2: part of Nolan's in trilogy. You've got Inception, Insomnia.
1: Batman. Interstellar. Batman. 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 You know. So, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I bought kind of, um, you know, a, a prestige director. This was like his um, third movie. It's reference. We, we all knew him from Memento, uh, <laughs> and then they said from the director of Memento, Insomnia. That is why I signed up to watch that movie. It has an incredible cast. It's a dope ass movie. Wally Pfister, cinematographer. We're going to talk about that. But then I said, yeah. uh, Will, you you brought um, a, a good, an interesting choice. a movie that I haven't seen. You, since Will it came you pick this movie almost immediately? Yeah, I, you did. Yes. Like, right at the gate. I got it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, Which it's was almost shocking. Like, it's almost like I had just bought it on Blu-ray and it was on my shelf and I didn't have to watch a new movie. Um <laughs> Yeah, I brought uh, the proposal with uh, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah, yeah two thousand and nine, directed by Anne Fletcher. Uh, she directed things like Twenty Seven Dresses, Hocus Pocus two. Uh, like Will says, Sandy B, Ryan R, but has an amazing supporting cast. When we get to the family, yeah. Craig T. Nelson, yeah. Mary Steenburgen, um, Betty White, oh, yeah. uh, Malin uh, Malin Ackerman as uh, the Plainview Red Herring, uh, and a great comedic turn at many points uh, from Oscar Nunez. Oh my god! Yeah,
2: yeah so I, like, Using the word comedic pretty liberally there. <laughs> I think problem is he's supposed <laughs> to be like an Eskimo in this film. He's, or, no, it's or, like he's like his name uh, is Ramon. He's yeah, you know, the he, only the one of two only one of the only two ethnic characters in this movie, and it's deeply <laughs> troubling. Yeah, and I'm not true. counting. I'm not counting the hate crime that Betty White commits later on. In the film, <laughs> that we'll talk about. Which <laughs> we will. Yeah.
1: yeah, but no. If you want to talk hate crime and you want to talk just people being like, like put into to boxes and just every other sort of cliche. Uh, let's talk about the movie that Ryan brought to the table, which I cannot wait to oh beat
2: boy. up on. <laughs> and it's crazy to think that I was torn between one of two, one of two movies and I landed on this one.
1: So, yeah. And you watched them both. And just I watched thinking... them both
2: just to just to make sure I was like, yep, this is the right decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna hate this. Um, I did this one, guys. I did this for our listeners. They they want they they want that they want to capture that perfect 2001 movie feel and it was either this or or grind but no i went, i went with the 2001 movie out cold a uh with starring zach alifanakis lee majors and
1: jason, jason london
2: Lund- and, yeah yeah all direct- best friend jason london right yeah i met him the other day uh,
1: lovely fella um directed by the malloys Sure. Um, yep. <laughs> Who what, I had to did?
2: look up to see it. Well, I'm like, because this movie seems like it was directed by like two dudes that just were on the slopes snowboarding. Like, dude, we should make a movie together. That is
1: hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I think exactly what happened. Those guys definitely shot snowboarding movies. They definitely shot commercials, and this might be yep. the only feature film they ever made for good reason. For example, okay, so this uh, for if, at home if you haven't seen it, uh, Out Cold is just one of those. It, it's it's just basically teen comedy sort of snowboarding movie. There was that time when everything was like Mm -hmm. ski patrol or snowboard or this, that, and the other. Um, And to, to really understand this, like just how this movie just makes honestly no sense in any way whatsoever is its tagline was like, or its description on the front of it says animal house on ice. It's, it's not on ice. It's on fucking snow.
0: On snow. And like, you know, anything you like about animal house, um, Throw that out. Uh, and then it, I guess you've got what's left to put in there. I don't get Animal House from this. Animal mm-hmm. House has like has, – uh, no, has jokes I, for one thing, it, it, um, it, which helps a lot. I think it was uh, just
2: a, a period piece they were trying to capture on like that that era of extreme sports. Like I yeah. mentioned, Grind was another one or for, for yeah. lack of a better one, Airborne, which a rollerblading movie from the late 90s, which ruled. See, but they, my, that 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 X Games kind of vibe they're trying yeah, to Yeah,
1: My theory – is that because like ice is um, another name for crystal meth. Sure. So I'm just th- thinking that maybe they watched Animal House while on crystal meth and then they wrote the script in one pass the end. Very plausible. Yes. That yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah. Really? Let's, uh,
0: they, they, they did that and then they were like, you know what Animal House could use less of is humor and way more like offensive uh, scenes featuring oh, sexual yeah. harassment. This movie, and, is, uh,
2: this movie is so horny and making so, so fun so of the
0: neurodivergent that's that's where like that's what this movie yeah was. that
2: uh had a lot of uh a whole lot you know of what's always language
1: funny.
2: yeah you I know if it was coming thing. from anyone other than lee majors though i'd have
1: a problem. oh my god yeah i know i'd yeah. say you know I, I said i was talking about it to to missus and um and i was like then because it, it is kind of like it's horny right and it's stupid, yeah. but I'm like, but it's also insulting my intelligence constantly. And I'm like, and it's, and it doesn't give us any boobs. It threatens boobs. And I'm like, if you're yeah. going to insult my intelligence, you might as well throw some boobs in there. But I then- for sure thought there was going to be more,
2: um, this movie would be more titillating.
0: Yes, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, American Pie knew enough to be like, we got to yeah. go R so that we can get the nudity in here. Yeah. And this right? movie is like. Yeah. He's like, nah, we don't even need that. We're just, no. just the idea of boobs alone is enough to, to fill the theater. This yeah. movie's a hard R, but not in the way you think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is that. Okay, let's keep going. We're going to talk about out But like, you know what? Let's just come straight to that. The reason that Ryan has made that joke is because this is a 2001 comedy. 2001 comedy where the uh, the the homophobic F slur gets thrown around a couple of times, but one of the characters so lee majors who plays mr majors um mm-hmm. he refers to one of the characters as i'm gonna say it retard and he says it maybe 200 times um, in this movie. Yeah.
0: i turned it into a drinking game <laughs> well, and that's I'm amazed no, he was you're still talking alive. to us from the
1: hospital yeah, from alcohol <laughs> yeah, <poison>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so let's um honestly it's not even going to be hard to, to to get into the sort of the plot of this movie because the basically isn't a plot but it is the classic plot of there's just a bunch of snowboard bums like jason london and all his buddies um zach galifianakis um uh, right, Pick right Pender- from the office yeah yeah and mm-hmm. so they um they all uh they all just basically drink and hang out and smoke weed uh, on this shitty mountain called what was it called Bull Mountain? Bull Mountain, yeah. In in Alaska, are there ski resorts in Alaska? I swear, I think there are. We probably like... should have researched that before uh, <laughs> this episode. Doesn't that sound like the kind of thing that you never hear? random going, yeah, I'm going to go skiing in Alaska. You know, I'm gonna I'm going to British Columbia. Which spoiler alert, where this movie was shot. Um, yeah. So uh, essentially, Lee Major's character comes in and he is going to buy the mountain from Willie Garson that a tale as old as time. And and, and that's it. And so it's like, suddenly it's becoming, Oh, it's becoming too much. And then there was a completely just irrelevant, nonsensical B plot of Jason London once fell in love with a French girl in Mexico Mm -hmm. who, Mm -hmm. who has unrequited love. It just so happens that she is Lee Major's daughter. And at no point in the movie does Jason London ever get together with either that girl, the snowboard girl, or or honestly, any girl. It's a weirdly asexual sort of like... uh, For as horny as this
2: movie is. But yeah, I mean, but we do get a very graphic sex scene, which is, uh, well, two of them, I guess, if you count the hot tub.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there are two. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis (laughs) does give us the two most graphic sex scenes uh, where he is (laughs) filleted by a polar bear and where he violates a hot tub. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) do you think do you think the creators of
0: Lost when they saw that polar bear scene they just immediately got the idea for the entire show they saw that scene of Zach Galifianakis they're like I've got it I know what our series is they definitely they definitely seized the carp on
1: that you know actually I can tell you (laughs) because I'm friends with Larry Fong who was the uh, cinematographer on Lost the first couple of episodes and I can confirm to you exactly that this movie was 100% the inspiration for everything that actually happened in Lost so you know I knew knew it. it I Dude. absolutely knew it. That's why you're on this show, Will. That's why you That's just right. You know that you just see, you put two Making and two together. Making those connections. You made a hate crime, <laughs> <And> <laughs> much so like do, the maybe... actual producers are lost. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, we, we tied yeah. it behind, all together. The behind the scenes on that. That was an interesting <laughs> yeah. read. I was reading that. Um, so, guys, all right. So, so um,
2: well, this well, movie is just to say, like, this movie does nothing new, and it does it terribly. Badly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a, it's it's. <laughs> a well-worn plot you've seen it a thousand times anytime there's like a ski snow ish movie it's like uh, the big bad guys coming in to buy out the mountain and all the people have to rally together to somehow save it whether
0: it's saving money or there's a skiing competition this movie has none of that no it doesn't. well and and you said it uh, there's a couple points about that which is like not only has this plot been like done before this movie doesn't do it well to the point to where there's not even really like any tension between like no. Jason London and Lee Majors until like an hour and 20 minutes into this hour and 30-minute movie before they're finally like in conflict with each other. It's like and the movie they just can't fix figure it. out like, oh, yeah, wait, this, there's supposed to be a villain.
1: Yes, and, we forgot. How did it work? The, so all they did was they disrupted the, – the they were all the investors there, and so four guys snowboarding through the middle of that, and everyone's like, well, you know what? We were going to make – maybe a billion dollars in profit, but I'm not doing this anymore because these three guys, they snowboarded crazy. And uh, who don't, yeah. True. Who don't work here anymore. And they're, yeah. they're gone after today. We're going to live. I am yeah. out. I, yeah. I am out. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's a confounding movie in, you know, in the same way that like hard ticket to Hawaii was confounding in a good way. This was confounding in a bad way. Yeah. I think I texted yeah. you guys. I said the only redeeming factor that this movie has is that has no redeeming factors. Yeah. So I guess I'm just yeah. going to get into this movie from I, beginning, I, the beginning. Go ahead,
2: go ahead, it's
1: 90 minutes long. That's the only thing yeah. that I yeah. think makes it a yeah. movie.
2: And still felt like it was two and a half hours. Honestly,
1: you are yeah. not kidding. I paused at one point going, I hope it's nearly over. We're 10 minutes in. Yeah, I paused going. again going, surely we must be done. It's 45 minutes. And the last time I paused, there was only 10 minutes left when I was like, oh, thank God.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Paying stick long. around, but if you stick around for the post credit scene, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think there is one. I, the this, second the, the credits the, roll, I flick this up. The second,
1: exactly. The second, and they,
2: I picked this movie.
0: I know, yes, you did. <laughs> well, you, you well, they, they did have the bloopers, they did have bloopers, yeah. which made it seem like right before the camera shut off, Actually, where, where each actor was going to be like, Can we stop yeah. making this stupid? Like, you, you, all the actors seemed really angry, especially I'm, Zach. Zach <laughs> Alvin, it
2: was, it was just a naturally funny, funny person. Just yeah. his line reading in this was like, God damn it! I can't Honestly, believe I'm doing this
1: movie. I like that you mentioned that Will because that was actually the moment where I started laughing. It was was the yes. bloopers, but I wasn't laughing at the bloopers because they were also mm-hmm. just cutting in like snowboard bloopers. So it's yeah. kind of like watching right. of the old skate videos from back in the day, right? Yeah. Oh, at least that, that looked part. good
2: the snowboarding I thought looked that, that looked like you can tell oh, yeah. that's why oh, I that said these guys probably were snowboard filmmakers that were just like hey yeah. let's wrap a shitty movie into this They, they yeah. cin-
1: those cinematic shots mm-hmm. of the helicopter in the foreground and the yeah. guys jumping off yeah very good and but I just started laughing that I was like, oh, God, it's ironic that the only entertaining part of this movie is the fucking bloopers. <laughs> <Other> <laughs> <minutes>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just happy that the movie is over. And then the bloopers went kind of too long. You got that. Was it David Cochner? Oh, yeah. And he's like, doing, you yeah. can tell everything oh. he's ever said was just straight up improv. Everything was improv. Yeah. And they were just cutting yeah. whatever. And the end of the movie is them just carrying him out while he's still riffing. And I go, that basically boils down this movie. They were just just basically riffing. There
2: are glimpses of a better movie here and mm. it's uh, leaning towards like a hot tub time machine or something, mm. but definitely right. I think Ski Patrol or Ski School are are leaps and bounds better than this turd. And but, again, I picked this.
1: No, no but there <laughs> is something that we have to, have to get into because I'm honestly flabbergasted and confused by it because as much as this movie is a, just a steaming pile of shit. It quite confoundingly also is filled with lines and references to the movie Casablanca. Yeah, naturally. What yeah. the <laughs> hell is going, you've even got Vic- uh, Victoria Silvstedt. Um, 1997 playmate of the year victoria Silstead. as as Inga, <laughs> as opposed to ingrid we've got literal lines from casablanca in the movie we've got that scene where he's dressed in like the white tux and stuff and i'm like going these guys these snowboard guys have put together a movie with with tape and spit and chewing gum but they've also gone you know what the the cinephiles out there are looking for Pure, pure kino
2: reference. pure
1: kino <laughs> 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 and again this movie is before twitter mind you <laughs> yeah, yeah. well what was your reaction to this movie because um you know apart from being angry at ryan what
2: <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> frankly ollie i don't well, give a damn
1: I <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: gone with the wind well, damn it wrong still movie was, wrong movie was. still a great uh, joke <laughs> 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 um yeah i mean you had texted like oh there's casablanca references so i was expecting like just literally somebody to do like a Humphrey Bogart like impression mm-hmm. and a joke. And then like, yeah, the scene started to play out. I'm like, wait a minute. No, this isn't just going to straight up just steal the plot of Casablanca. And they did. Like the whole romantic subplot without any of the things that made it interesting. Uh, <laughs> but it literally just stole like scenes like beat for beat. The like romantic subplot of uh, Casablanca. Absolutely. Like, and I, I was like – and then it clicked. I'm like, oh, his name is even Rick. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, all right. that's and what elevates
2: he's, he's, this to from movie to cinema.
0: <laughs>
1: I <laughs> think it's that's why attention. this won the Oscar,
0: right? Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I wanted a yeah. picture. Pick yeah. I'm <laughs> died for this movie.
1: It's like of all this of all the snowboard mountains in, in the world, she has to walk into mine. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And like like yeah. literally it's like, okay. But it's like, like I was saying, when suddenly they they found a way to put him in a tuxedo and everything else in between, there's even like, you know, the hell the, the plane flying off and and I'm just mm-hmm. like Uh, This is the point that just it just it cannot and does not compute with my brain. These are two completely separate things. There were also two Fight Club references as well. That I'm like, this movie is. Maybe these people do know movies, or is this just is this just the riffing of the actors who have been given no script and the like? Well, I think it's like, like what if we all decided
2: to make a movie, but then also snowboard? (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: basically. Yeah, it. it's, it's it's basically a ChatGPT movie before yeah. ChatGPT was invented. Right. In there was
2: <laughs> no writers' room. It was just them smoking blunt after blunt, drinking beer after beer. Well, after and beer. Beer. Casablanca
1: yeah. was just the only VHS that they happened to have yeah. in the writers' room. It was
2: stuck in the VCR. <laughs> I,
1: I guarantee you, that's
0: probably what happened. It's yeah, like absolutely. one of them was like, "Oh, I remember watching Casablanca as a kid, man." Like, throw it on, bro. Throw yeah. it on, guys. And I it, got it. <laughs> and it's so weird because the movie just it already has the setup of there's a romantic lead um that he's you know hasn't asked out yet and yeah and it's like you could literally just remove the casablanca subplot and not miss anything in nothing. it adds nothing
1: nothing at, at all that's what is so peculiar is that there is this snowboard bunny sort of like um tomboy that they're all friends with that you're like mm-hmm. oh of course he's probably going to end up with her no um but like <laughs> and, you know except at the end they go they ended up together i'm like yeah. oh, right there's okay thanks for telling us that we don't see anything and then, like, like you know, like we're saying, is this whole subplot that takes up the whole movie is completely irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. There's nothing to the, like. It's the only concern I had is that when this girl, the French girl's boyfriend, turns up, who was a doctor and a pilot, he turns up and he's he's crippled and in a wheelchair. And the first thing mm-hmm. I texted you guys was, guys. I am terrified. Now yeah. we're about to have a hate crime against disabled people because it's like we've we've already done it for for people like you know we're throwing the the they're throwing retard out 2000s like, movies yeah. were we, a
2: lawless fucking wasteland. They, they were they just man. Never, did not give a single shit. They were just like what attractive. Playboy, Playmate, can we shoehorn into our movie? But for no what, reason. What, what action sport can we shoehorn into our movie? What old celebrity, Lee Majors, can we shoehorn into our movie? I mean, this movie has it all. Yes. There is. Yeah. Again, you're trying layers. to poke holes. So there
1: was also, like, it caught my, it caught my attention in, in the opening credits that the name, it was the very, first, the very last name um, on the just sort of featured actors kind of thing was the name Ted Stryker. Now, for me, I'm someone that mm-hmm. grew up on airplane. Oh, yeah. So I read Ted Stryker and I'm like, Stryker, 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 yeah. you know, so, and he was just put as guy in the queue. Now, he, when they were doing the house party, he's the guy that was trying to get in. Then he comes in and drinks the bong water. And then he features mm. a couple of scenes. He's just some radio DJ. So from, so he's like, he, he's, oh. I think he does it like after the news with Booker and Stryker. So on, um, so he's just some random radio DJ that I think was friends with the, the movie makers or something but he's like oh you it was Ted from, do you think it was Ted Stryker
2: do you think it was Ted Striker from airplane
0: <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> See, that's where I what he said yeah. that, that's where I was going with it I'm like yeah. oh is he actually is that an airplane reference but that's his, but name. He, yeah, so, his the, name yeah wait, his what? name isn't Ted Stryker it's <laughs> so something else
1: this movie is yeah. like the only sort of like wink wink cameo right 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 is as, as a radio DJ, no one's ever seen the guy's fucking face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: they're, you're they're not big from aerial. Alaska,
1: you don't get it, bro. Neither <laughs> is so, this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing like so. Uh, that's, um interesting So like it does have some establishing shots that were shot in Alaska, um, but then the rest of it is shot basically in British Columbia, at like a uh, you know uh, on the mountains. But sure. the, the thing about Out Cold is that. It depicts, we're to understand that Alaskans are just a bunch of alcoholic, just lay about nobodies that just do nothing. Like there's like, to get into, it's just, all the characters are the same. Oh, Will, you've fallen over. There you go. (laughs) Um, But uh, like all the characters are the same. You know, if you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The four main guys, you know, and they go, okay, well, we've also got a black friend and we've yeah. got a female friend, mm-hmm. but every mm-hmm. single one of their characters is the same. They are yeah. the same. They talk the same. There's nothing to differentiate apart from their yeah. hair or sex sh-
2: or race. Sh- and shout out to the, the bartender, Roy, from The Office, who is ex- shockingly effeminate to a point where everyone's just like, oh, he's just the gay character. But then at the end, he, he wants to come out, but not as gay. But then they then he does realize that he's like, oh, shit, I am it's, gay. That was troubling. It well, yeah. is.
1: I, I, I Thank you for bringing that up because that's the moment where I go, oh, we're actually doing something here. Instead of it just being we're making, you know, gay jokes, mm-hmm. is that he's been – the whole movie has been just, like, cracking onto women and flexing and stuff like that. But it's that moment of – because it, it kind of felt undeserved, because I go, oh, wait, he's gay. But then, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what I liked it. It was kind of sweet that they go, buddy, it's fine. And then they mm-hmm. – One of the guys puts their arms up and then they all put their arms up. And then the guy who is gay, and I'm like, oh, he puts his hand up and I go, oh cool and then and then yep. he does this he does a you know so like if you if you're listening at home he takes his fist and suddenly he goes weak at the uh at the wrist and go yeah. and i'm like oh there it is we were having a moment of just appreciating someone being them authentic self and no actually no yeah. no right out he's the a window. gay yeah. he's got yeah. flippy floppy hands i'm like this movie good
2: god good god yeah. again we could- very
1: 2000s <laughs> Appropriate. Yeah, yeah joke. we say this, but but insomnia oh. was made the next year. So shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> on the same mountain. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, the,
1: this oh movie came God. so
0: close so many times to like either being funny, like approaching a joke, mm-hmm. and then never gets there. I didn't laugh once, and I yeah, I laughed again. In like the though, I
2: remember yeah. seeing this was such a movie you'd see like back in the day that that, that one of your stoner friends would have on DVD or. Something like that. Like, I don't think anyone saw this in the theater. Shockingly, I don't think this movie performed well.
1: It did not. It made $14 million off off a $24 million investment. So That's a crazy budget. Yeah, it's basically just a write down. I think they were just laundering money. Uh, (laughs) Oh, for sure.
0: This movie is definitely, yeah, a a tax scam of some kind. That's the only
1: explanation. And it's, it's not like they didn't have actually some good talent on this movie. It's just like there are people that we've seen in other movies that are legitimately funny. So this was Zach Galifianakis' first major movie role. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, um, I was so surprised to see that he was in it. And then too, also mm-hmm. like the character that he was playing. I mean, there were certain bits like him and his brother, where they were just constantly like, you know, punching each other and stuff like that. There were some moments that were funny. Yeah. I like their In, dynamic for sure. They, you know, yeah. and I saw that Zach Galifianakis was definitely sort of going for it. But yeah, everything was almost just like, um, like Will says, you, "Oh, they're setting something up. They're setting something up." Whiff, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's just yeah. whiff every time. There was never they never connected on on any sort of real joke. And like yeah. even even Victoria Silstead is miscast. You know, yeah. like, oh, there's a yeah. bit where she's riding a bull and she's just being sexy, and everyone's watching, and you're just watching going. I don't know why they've made this sexy woman unsexy and the scene is not funny or just like, it's just, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm like, and then the, 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 the character that I was saying is they, oh, they, they've managed to find the, the one black character. And the joke that runs through the movie is a black guy trying to snowboard. Am I yeah. right? It's, yeah. Just, it's yep. troubling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It? Mystified. I mean, and then he, they have him eat a watermelon. Oh, God, that was so bad. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have put it Yeah, it wouldn't have
0: shocked me at all. It wouldn't have shocked me at all.
1: I genuinely genuinely was constantly just going, I can't believe it. And yep. the thing is, I, as Ryan has said, it's very hard for me to not like a movie. I, f- I just love movies. He does. Um, the, the, I think why I was laughing so much during the bloopers is I can't wait to beat up on this movie because this is really bad. Yeah. And it's like, you yeah. know, it is bad, bad movie. Um, well, uh, yeah. And even from like the, the villain standpoint, the Lee
0: Majors playing John Majors, huge stretch. Um, <laughs> like even he as a villain doesn't make any sense in this movie because he's constantly like trying like he's doing that typical movie villain thing of he's the rich guy coming in. He's, he's going to reshape this. Yeah. He's, he's really he's bad. not
2: even as bad as the real Jonathan Majors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: allegedly allegedly <laughs> allegedly because if you get <laughs> into that story it has now been recounted, recounted like yeah. allegedly. Yeah. But it's in murky territory but yeah, yeah but anyway.
0: like you know as i was texting you guys i was confused because he's like this big you know texas cowboy billionaire yeah and then he spends the whole movie like removing like the mechanical bull like all the you yeah. know the mounted like heads of animals like and he remakes into like this kind of like like the cast yeah but, yeah he's essentially the Nazis uh, <laughs> just which just is a, was this movie <laughs> needed to drive the plot home
1: yeah it's I, like, I, I all the best Indiana Jones movies needs Nazis yeah yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah but like I was confused I'm like why is the cowboy billionaire removing all the cowboy stuff ancient, from the town
1: ancient Alaskan artifacts <laughs> yeah and then, and then, like <laughs> he's actually being kind of nice and hires Jason London and says, "You can keep all your friends on." And then the friends yeah. go and like destroy the guy's Hummer and get fired. My like, guys, you had a great job. You were gonna get picked yeah. up paycheck. Yeah. Why are you pissing into the wind here? Why are you biting the hand that feeds you? Cause we're just stoners, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. It doesn't even do the
0: typical movie thing of like, "I'll bring you on, but you have got to change your lifestyle and you mm-hmm. got to get rid of
1: these loser free. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, keep them on board. That's, That's what fine." I mean. it- yeah, yeah it, it's just well, like... All he was doing was actually just, like, upping the town's value and going to make everybody richer. And they're like, what a dick. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> just...
0: This movie's really
1: good at
2: subverting your expression. You think it's gonna go one way, look just like you're explaining, and it goes a completely different
1: way. And he, he the one time the-
2: I pick a movie where it does that, <laughs> you shit on it.
1: <laughs> he even brings in like his two hot daughters, right? So he brings his stepdaughter, mm-hmm. Silstead, he brings his French daughter, who Jason London's in love with, and he's not like stay away from my daughters. He's like, uh, oh, you can bang my daughter, maybe if yeah. you know, if you're nice. And like, you know, just so fundamentally, as far as a villain, the only thing is that yes, he just Says the just the the slur throughout the movie, yeah. You know, like I, that makes that makes him a bad guy, but like mm-hmm. in two thousand and one, it made him yeah. funny inverted commas, you know, like <laughs> comedy relief. He's that guy that yeah. insults people constantly and uses that slur. Hilarious.
0: Yeah, these days if you use that kind of slur, you can only become president. Like that's uh, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but it's a back relevant. in those days.
2: But this movie this movie does reference. Go- uh, like uh, indigenous people and other places in Alaska, like with their indigenous, indigenous names, which I'm not going to attempt to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> so it does there feel was, like it's yeah. in a small Alaskan town. They you know? did.
1: They did mention Juno, you know, I can fly you down yeah. like, from fly you down to Juno. And they did, mm. like I said, mention Eskimos. And there was one point, um, I think it was Willie <laughs> Garson's character says, yes, says something in native that is definitely not. I mean, it's like, it's, It's like some of the stuff that kids say to my, my Asian daughter at school. It's like, it was like that level of, yeah. uh, that is not native. That is, that is not okay. That is like, that's just gibberish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I I mean, let's try guys. Let's, let's try and reach inside ourselves Mm -hmm. and try and say one positive thing each about this movie. Um, I cuz uh, the moment I think the only positive thing that I could think of is that it ended.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh I would say okay, one nice thing. Um it's in color. That's, <laughs> that's a racist dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got two nice. Things. I've got two nice. Okay. Things. This okay. movie is like you said this movie is 90 minutes. It's a very abrupt film so it does yep. feel long and I, I'm such a Zach Galifianakis fan I think his performance in this is he's doing the best with what he can and I think mm-hmm. he's the funniest yeah. part of not obviously he's the funniest part of this movie mm-hmm. and you can see bits of
1: his stand up and his mentality kind of creep into his character which I enjoyed I, other than that seconded there you go Zach Galifianakis yeah. is the only little bright bright part of this, this famously this. from Alaska born and raised don't look it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Galvin is, is a is yeah. a is a native name. Do you yes, guys not it's know not that? Greek.
2: It means it means. Yeah, it means, um, it mean, yeah uh, we'll one. cut this out. We'll cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> it translates to jacuzzi fucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's where they got the inspiration. Yeah. Um, um, if you see, if you see Act as a stand-up, there's like oh, yeah. a stand special he did Life where he the just, onion. yeah, where he just mentions this movie like it almost like he's ashamed. He's just like. I think he says like something like you see seen this movie stars Lee Majors. Don't worry he's, about it. He's interviewing someone <laughs> in the audience.
2: And yeah. they're, they're, it's a very it's a person who looks like they would never in a million years be in his audience. And yeah, he's just playing the piano. He turns to him and says, "Oh, did you see Out Cold?" And he yeah. realizes it's this terrible joke. And he says, "Oh, it's just a snowboarding movie I did with Lee Majors." <laughs> it's such a throwaway <laughs> thing, but it basically yeah. it perfectly
1: encapsulates how he how most people felt about this movie. It uh, yeah. it does have an eight percent on on the Tomatometer. On uh on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. And that's oh, just for me. That's just for my five star
0: rating. Tomatomata,
1: as as we were talking about last week, is my is the way that I pronounce the tomato meat on rot tomatoes. Um my wife, friend of the pod, who listens to the podcast, um, she goes, uh, yeah, that was me. I came up with that. I'm like, So credit, I am giving credit to oh, you. No. Tomatomata comes with so this. Yeah. She's like, trust me, she listens to the episode, she <laughs> comes in and go. I didn't hear one reference to me, and you stole Tomatomata. and i like, <laughs> it's like, all right, credit where think, is there an extra T in there, or is it not Tomato Meter? <laughs> no, I tom- I think you, I think tom- think tom- you... Read it, Tomato Meter. That's what I'm tom- saying. I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Man. only a Letterboxed bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all cool kids hang out. I still get my Netflix DVDs. Um, did you actually? Because they just—they're about to stop that. That the last thing Netflix has done is said, whatever DVDs you have, you can keep. And oh like, shit. Oh, I'm sure I have God, some somewhere geez. I probably have
2: Out Cold on DVD somewhere <laughs> That's probably how I, I saw this movie I definitely rented it with probably I next to Beer Fest
0: <laughs> I definitely have a movie from like 12 years
1: ago I have not returned so. <laughs> They're thank coming goodness. for you Will They're coming for you um, Alright I've got a proposal for you Why don't we move on uh, from from Out Cold Excellent. And let's, let's jump into uh, 2009's The Proposal um, This movie has an absolutely everything (laughs) it has has an absolutely paper thin oh Mm absolutely paper thin plot that that i was saying to the missus um is just so massively escalated from excellent chemistry between sandy b and ryan reynolds they they got Mm -hmm. chemistry gold and then put them out there with just nothing and this movie still went on to make over 300 million dollars Jesus. and sandy b got a golden globe nomination for best actress what in a musical for <laughs> catching a dog
2: a cgi dog this movie oh my god this is not my favorite ryan reynolds this is not my favorite ryan reynolds movie but it is my least favorite ryan reynolds movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is just watch just just watch just friends instead of this movie
1: see it's, i haven't seen that one yet i haven't seen uh, that one um but the thing is like we'll mention it and the thing is i was like you know i remember watching it back in 2009 2010 and i liked i love sandy b I, as oh, we yeah. all do i think she's as a podcast oh, we yeah. are all mm-hmm. just hardcore yep. ride b b fans. We, ride, we ride the
2: b train for sure yeah
1: for sure ever since <laughs> <Hell yeah>. speed, <laughs> ever since demolition man anything that she's ever been and i find what i love is i say potion
2: it, number nine baby
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was saying to is like um what i like about Sandy bullock is she's not afraid to make fun of herself be ridiculous and look silly. That's why I think she's just so charming that she's just, she's got that giggle and that laugh and that smile. And she's a goof. And, uh, and she's playing the goof up in this movie. I mean, in this movie, what I liked about this movie as well is that she was 44 when she made the movie, and Ryan Reynolds Mm -hmm. was 32. So it's one of the only sort of like romantic comedies or movies like this where it's the other way around. It's always the older guy with the younger girl kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so so the plot of the movie very quickly is um Sandra Bullock is um, and this is not me saying it, this is everyone in the movie, is the bitch boss. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and, and Ryan Reynolds for three years has been her executive assistant. They work in publishing. Um, and it turns out that ironically, Sandy B is Canadian, even though Ryan Reynolds is. Um, and she's right. deported um because she's just been putting this off. And so then she's like, she comes up with the idea of uh, Ryan, we're going to get married for my visa. Uh, And he goes, but what? Yeah, it's the initial (laughs) setup. Um, But I will say that like, you know, in that moment, like I said, the chemistry between them two is I was really enjoying the bits where Ryan Reynolds character realizes, okay, I've kind of got her over a barrel. And he just Mm -hmm. kind of makes her perform you know get down on your knees yeah. and, and well he's you, utilizing
2: that to get his book public this movie the plot of this movie is so but is it wasn't so even his perfect. manuscript
1: it was one he chose oh okay it's See, not a book I, he wrote it's literally just this is the first manuscript of the thousand that i've read that i want to do the thing is if she yeah. if she accepted that manuscript basically it makes him an editor right you know it, it would yeah. be she likes having him as her bitch boy Mm-hmm. Um, but the twist of it all—the twist of it all—is that she's like he was going for for his grandma's gammy's ninetieth birthday, who's Betty White, who is a treasure, and you know, rest in peace, you legend. Yeah. Um, is uh when they do fly out to was it Sitka, Alaska, or something like that? Sitka. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sitka. Is that a real?
2: Is that a real Alaskan? Uh,
1: it's kind of um, not the one that they were at though. Um, <laughs> but uh, it turns out that he is basically like the the Kennedy. Kennedy of uh, of Alaska, Mm -hmm. he's, he's comes from a super wealthy family that kind of owns everything and it kind of turns things on its head a little bit. The reveal of that when they're driving through the town and his
2: last name is on every single building and then she looks down and notices it's his last name yeah. on his briefcase. Paxton, like, Paxton, Paxton. oh,
0: wait a minute.
2: Why didn't you tell me you were rich?
1: I'm not rich. My parents are rich. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Right. Like, this movie yeah. sucks. I hate he's, this movie You know, so he, he's the rich kid who's like trying to define himself by, yeah. by going fuck out. Fuck you, dad. Yeah, fuck yeah. you, dad. Exactly. The only
2: thing this movie didn't have was like some shithead brother He's like the only child. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was one piece that was
1: kind of missing from this familiar dynamic, you know? But again, it's friends. It's it's a 108-minute movie, but I was going to say is that it's missing 15 minutes to me. Is it because it's too – it's just – It's abrupt. It's A, B, C. It's just a rom-com. There's no extra little twist. There's no nothing. It's just I meet, we do the thing. Oh, no, we're in love. The end. It, this
2: movie takes place in the span of three days. I mean, yeah. I know I get that he's worked with her for three years, but he's been miserable for those three years. And you you mean right. to tell me they just happened to go on this trip and they they just randomly mash their naked bodies together briefly and then they're just in love. It's so it by the time this ended, we Keanu and I both looked at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, none of this makes any
1: sense. It yeah. doesn't. Um, It's it's like you know he was. It was literally seventy two hours earlier saying the witch is on her broom and sending it to the entire office, and then three mm -hmm. days later he's like, "You complete me." Three days later,
2: the witch is on my broom. Get it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Zing!
0: (laughs) Boom! (laughs) I see. I think. I think because I like this movie, but I'm not. I. It's sort of like the movie Prometheus for me. I like this movie a lot. Cannot defend anything yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. Um, I like exactly Prometheus how the, too. I like yeah. it too. For all of its faults, I okay. go, good movie.
0: Yeah. Every time somebody brings up something negative about Prometheus, like the, the characters are stupid. Like this doesn't make sense. I'm pretty, like, You're pretty 100% but dumb. right. Pretty pretty, yeah. butt dumb. But I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's easy on the eyes. And, yeah. And, and I it. think the reason why this movie, uh, I like it a little bit more is because I so like the chemistry between uh, yeah. Reynolds and Bollock. Uh, I think that they work great together. Um, and I really did appreciate that it's a swap of the age difference, yeah. um, not only because it's like, well, I also have a huge crush on Sandy B, but, you know, yeah. I'm just like, that's just so I don't think they did enough with it. Um, right. And I think part of that is because the writing team um, is Alex Kurtzman and Robert Orsi, who did a uh, who did the trans the first couple of Transformers uh, movies with Michael Bay. Names. Yeah. And,
2: uh, oh, and I was thinking of Robert couple, Kirkman from The Walking Dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> that explains a
0: lot. <laughs> this was his real passion project. No. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and they also did the J.J. Abrams, the first two, uh, Star Trek movies. And in the years since, I've kind of come to learn like Alex Kurtzman has taken over Star Trek. Oh, he's the good one, Robert Orsi mm, yeah. or Roberto Orsi. Um, I, I think, uh, just a big black void of nothing with that guy because, yeah, this this plot is paper thin. Yeah, there's there's nothing to this movie um, as far as story goes. For me, it's just all the chemistry. That's why I, I dig it. My, my um, favorite if it my wasn't those was, actors, I wouldn't yeah. care for no,
2: it. No, I, I think that this movie is rounded out by like you said, its supporting cast. My favorite being Dennis O'Hare, the the uh, immigration officer who's really out to get them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he,
1: he makes really, really cares about his job. Yeah, you know? he really does. And he really wants to take down a Canadian woman. You know, it's crazy. Like, if right? She, imagine if she were Muslim in this movie. Exactly. I mean, this oh movie, my god! Like, that would have been a way better bubbling. movie. Yeah. No, oh, gives, yeah.
0: no one's
2: ex excommunicating or ex- exporting c- Canadian folk.
0: Yeah, I think if you try to tell the immigration office like the Canadians has been in the country too long, I think they laugh at yeah. you and throw you out yeah. the door. It's a, and like, it's not
1: that it's a rich, powerful uh, white yeah. Canadian. Yeah,
2: it's. <laughs> you know, I, th- I thought I, when I watched that, I thought I, I thought the movie I picked out, Cold, was going to be the whitest movie in the bunch. <laughs> Boy, was I yeah. shocked! Because let's
1: talk was- about. Let's talk about the, the only time, apart from Oscar Nunez, you see anyone that's not white is in the immigration office where Sandra Bullock doesn't queue. Queue barges all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> goes the yeah. And they go, sure. Come on in. And I'm like, if you've ever talked, maybe this oh. movie is actually really subtly talking about white privilege and we just completely missed it. <laughs> see, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's it's got a it's Casablanca in Out Cold. It's like, in, in yeah. it's like, this is there. actually. I'm sorry movie. I missed
2: the racial subtext.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, you didn't see it? What's wrong with you, Brian? It was right there to see. I don't see color, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing the
0: writers of Transformers understand, it's, you know, racial disparity and immigration that's what they get (laughs) it's even whatever little i I, I really wanted
2: i really wanted to like this movie because it is like it's it's definitely got the charm and the feel of it's but it is such a by the numbers rom-com but i feel like it yeah like it misses all of the beats that it's trying to do well
1: that's that's uh, there you go because i that's exactly right because what i wanted to say is like just when you said that is yeah but i can tell you a bunch of rom-coms that are just by the numbers rom-coms that i love yeah yeah Yeah. just nail it and it's like you you're you 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 perfectly like you you succinctly put it is that just like it it doesn't hit even though it's hitting and i don't get quite why and it's like if it was any two other actors i think it would just be never mentioned again right absolutely right yeah yeah Yeah. i i'd I'd love them to come back and do another one i mean i mean i was just looking up. sandy b is going to be 60 soon like Mm -hmm. it's wild the, the, you know, it's just wild. To but think you see her in that, uh, the movie with Channing Tatum and it was yeah, absolutely I, fantastic. It was a, such a fun time. I enjoyed yeah, that. I Maybe my, that. My missus yeah. stopped, she stopped watching after about 20 minutes going, this is a piece of shit. And, wow. uh, and then what she also said is, I can't look at Sandra Bullock anymore. And it's like, I'm like, she looks oh. exactly the same. She goes, that's the problem, her face is the movie. And you know what? I don't care, Sandy <laughs> looks good. Sandy, just oh, like, yeah, just yeah, lay it. Yeah. Like that's a lot of Botox, Sandy, but you know what? You're 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 awesome, and you're hilarious, and you're a goof, yeah. and that's all my favorite parts of the movie is mm-hmm. is when she's being sweet, vulnerable, or goofy. Yeah, yeah. You know, where uh, she's yeah. dancing, she's rapping. She's. I, I don't she's believe her as her the her
2: cold, thumb. vindictive, like no. the corporate bitch, so to speak. Like that—that's the bit that didn't land for me, but because she's always because America's sweetheart, Sandy B. You know.
1: Yeah, but yeah. it comes out because I, she's she's the orphan. So we get right. the little orphan, the opening up about her tattoo, the uh, the opening up about you know her parents dying and. And then there's that little sweet bit where they, oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. <laughs> oh, immediately sweet. after that, just all of that
0: sweetness gone right out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, for me, this movie, it's I think also why I'm partial to it is because I can see it, how you can just tweak it in just a way to make it like an actual yeah. great movie. For me, like it's a, there's a similar movie, that movie, Sabrina, funny enough, with Humphrey Bogart and Audrey, and uh, yeah, Audrey Hepburn where i i saw that movie and i'm like ah, it's just not working there's just something about that movie that just doesn't click but i can see if you tweak it just enough it would be a fantastic movie yeah. and i, this, I think so the harry Ford version it was good there oh it's pretty much the same movie i yeah. think i think they even use the
2: same yeah. script i'm only familiar yeah. with the teenage witch so i can't speak <laughs> <on> that. <Yeah. laughs> uh, now this movie Had me believing when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, there's no fucking way any of this was done in Alaska. I was like, this is all Canada. And I looked it up like, nope, it is all Massachusetts.
1: Massachusetts. Considering we went just there. Shocked. I'm surprised
2: you didn't, (laughs) Will, you didn't pick this movie from Massachusetts. You went with Jars? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, look, when I when I learned it was shot in Massachusetts, I was kind of like, oh man, but her line where she go, where they're like, you know, where are you going to Sitka? And she goes, Sitka. That's in my head. Yeah. And so when you got when you mentioned Alaska, I'm
1: like, Oh, I know a movie that takes place oh, in Alaska. No. The and only one from that.
0: <laughs> well, actually, the only and one.
1: It, and it's the thing is, it? because Will, I, I was with you like because I kind of remembered that too. And like you know, they they do the nice little bit about like I thought we were going to Sitka. We are. Well, why are we going to Juno? And the next thing is them yeah. the in no, a tiny little smaller plane, yeah. and then yeah. they have to take the boat and stuff like that. But um, this movie and it's. Again, I did the same thing. You guys did. Saw Massachusetts, so I'm watching the movie again, and I'm I'm noticing um, around the edges of their heads and stuff. There are three oh, 350, oh yeah, yeah, yeah 350 VFX shots in this yeah. in this it's movie, sh- and it's all putting in fake mountains in the background.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, some I mean, of them I caught so,
1: that too. Yeah, the worst
0: like background placement sense like uh, Deliverance. You know, it's like yes, that thank level you. Of yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know uh, that that also bothered me, but. You know, one thing we are not mentioning the uh, the talent behind this or on the screen. We haven't mentioned Craig T. Nelson. Ooh. you know, he's crazy. famously famously from Everybody Say It With Me. Coach. Action Jackson, starring. Uh, oh, oh yes, Coach. I forgot about that. I was thinking action. <laughs> I really thought Star- we were going to be on
2: the same page for that one. That <laughs> for the one time I,
0: I pull I pull a deep a, a deep I, Craig T. Cut, I had set you up for that one. I I got. Anytime I can talk about the movie Action Jackson, I get happy. So, uh, everyone go watch Action Jackson instead of this. I've never seen it. Features a Kung Fu fight. (laughs) features a Kung Fu fight between Craig T. Nelson and, uh, Carl
1: Weathers. So. Okay. Well, I'm in now. Okay. I'm on board. Yep. I'm going to watch that movie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Craig T. Nelson's great. You know, and they do have a little bit of, um, a little bit of, uh, you know, the tension between him and Ryan and it's great. And those scenes are good Mm -hmm. and. You know, Mary Mary uh Steenbergen, is that how you it?
0: Steenburgen, yes. Steenburgen, yeah, yeah.
1: Virgin, Is that um yeah, she's great too. And I, I always yeah. like uh, love her in movies and I you know the the you know, as I called her the plain view red herring of Malin Malin Ackerman, like she's yeah. a character that didn't kind of need to be there, but I'm like, okay, you yeah. know, I get it. And it's I think fun. the
2: only movie you don't see her naked in. But again, if you <laughs> yeah, want to watch a better romantic comedy that does the same thing, it's um Uh, The Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller. Mm. Fantastic Mm. one. Oh, yeah. Sadly, sadly set in Mexico, so we can't
0: watch that. (laughs) Ah.
2: But yeah, she's there. She's like the old romantic flame. She's like, we dated through high school and most of college and then called it on. Like, it's just, it it brings nothing to the plot. Like, everything, like, all of the things that they've tried to add really don't help push this forward, you know?
1: I think the the only, you know, and it is the one part they set up is that You know, what they are doing, they are committing fraud. Um, They are Mm -hmm. lying to everybody. She is using him. But I will say that that, I love that we call her Sandy. But, you know, what, Sandy, if you're ever listening to this, we love you. You're a treasure. Yeah. Um, But the way she plays out, it's, you know, the I can't do this. I'm lying. We're lying to your family. I love your family. I forgot what it was like to have a family part. It's been three days. Yeah yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's it's the orphan it's the orphan that's put up her walls oh yeah and uh, and she doesn't let anybody in and she she plays the ice queen but suddenly when she's around a bunch of people that just yeah. genuinely want to hang out with her and love her and just like pay her attention and suddenly she's got a grandmother and a mother and it was you know It was sweet. It was sweet. And that's that part of the movie that I think does work for me is that, okay. But it wasn't,
2: it was so underdeveloped and like undercooked that it just really, even for me, it was like disconnected that, that you just say, I'm like, oh, that actually makes sense as a plot device for this movie that they never really... Kind of, I know she has that moment with Betty White in the woods, which is can we talk about it? Cause, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, Sandy <laughs> uh, B, she's, uh, she takes her the bicycle out, and she's like, I gotta get out of this town. And She's riding her bike, and and it's really her on the bike, which looks super cool, and she stumbles across Betty White um, because I
1: think. She, it's, she's it's just really now, her she's on like, the bike, guys. It's it's yeah. like Keanu Reeves doing Kung Fu in the Matrix. It's like, it was it really, really cool. Like, she's, she's, she's on a bike, yeah. guys. It's yeah. real stuff.
2: Well, it's in the woods and it looks, it looks rocky. And... It's basically John Wick. But I, Betty White came in. She's like, You should come in and we'll do the wedding here tomorrow. And it's on my birthday. And please get married before I fucking die. And Sandy B is like, All right. <laughs> And so yeah. she has a meltdown.
1: She goes out, and, fish, and then Betty White's like,
2: "I gotta consult the gods." Yeah, she's
1: speaking to Mother Earth, but she's oh dressed like a like a native shaman almost, and she's hey yo 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 woo yeah. yeah. It's,
0: as as somebody once described uh, Stephen Seagal's whole look, it's very much Native American stolen yeah. valor, and it's <laughs> uh, oh, great. It just <laughs> I,
1: I, I think wish I, I could take credit I, for that. I said in the like, group yeah. chat,
0: "I'm like, I, if, if, if I did not
2: have Betty White cultural appropriation on my bingo card, <laughs> yeah." Because <laughs> man, but then it try like then it does the very period appropriate thing where Sandra Bullock she, she's getting into it and she's getting ethereal and she starts singing the little John to the window to the yeah. wall song. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. It's just oof. It, yeah. Great it's, to yeah. see her do those dance moves, but, and
1: man, I, was, but I love but in that, that, that she's, context. She's yeah. sing, she's singing that song and she's being a goof. And that's what I'm saying is yeah. every time she's a goof, I'm like, Oh, I love her.
0: She's, I love I
1: think, her Goofy Sandy B.
0: Yeah, I think I think the element that would have really helped this movie and really kind of helped solidify it is it should have been like prior to like the events of the movie starting, like they it should have been the two leads had like some sort of attraction or affection for each other. Like, yeah, yes. Literally. Yes. He's like he, like Ryan Reynolds is constantly like, guys, I know she's like well, a they, bitch they, or something, they have but that she bit is a good, you know,
2: they, they have that bit where they she finds out that they drink the same coffee because he orders it in case he spills his coffee. And
1: mm-hmm. I guess that's
2: that sort of. Yeah. Yeah. That's, just, yeah.
1: that's just so he's almost like admitting that pathetic, it's, yeah. it's pathetic. And, just and like, then he right. and says that is pathetic. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, I mean, Like for as much chemistry as they have together in this movie, there's no, there's like no romantic chemistry at all.
0: It's so yeah, it, weird. Like it, it should have been like everybody in the office, like knows they kind of are attracted to each other, but they don't really recognize it. It should have been yeah. like that, yeah. you know, because then it's more like everyone like, could have built the Hell, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because then like every like the decisions they make, the wild decision of I'm gonna get my assistant to convince him to be like, oh, we're getting married. Just be able, like, yeah. A lot of those decisions start making
1: more sense if yeah. there's already something there that they don't quite yeah. recognize. You're right, Will. It could have just been very much a little as simple as we understand that Ryan Reynolds actually secretly has a massive crush on her. Yeah, that never that once. No,
2: that never even throughout the even towards the end of the movie, I'm like, what? How? Why? It, right? Yeah, it, yeah, well, yeah, because they're, they're in not love.
1: There, because Betty yeah. White says they are.
2: Right,
1: and it's like and and the right. bit was, makes a
2: heart attack. I mean, it's, get, yeah, get the, the bit. The, the,
1: <laughs> the bit was it was funny actually because it's supposed to be like a guy girl thing because Betty White sees it, um Mary wants face Steinberg and sees it, and mm-hmm. and Craig t Nelson goes, "Am am I going crazy?" Um, is yeah. this, am I going crazy? Am I the yeah. end go? No, Craig, you're not. Yeah. None he's, of the straight, he's the
0: straight man in this role. That's what's bonkers <laughs> yeah. to me. And then he's the like, audience surrogate. Like, are, are we sure this is the story?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, you could have, this could have been such like a movie set in like the mid nineties, like 95, 96, starring like a Jennifer Aniston. And it would have been the exact same fucking
1: movie. It was uh, it originally yeah. like they, it was, uh, they approached, um, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I can see that yeah. too. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's like, nope, done. I'll do Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah, yeah
2: i'm just gonna get my baby yep i'm gonna, get, I'm gonna go eat pre love on this yeah um i've already i've done my mystic pizza
1: i'm fucking out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not sleeping with the enemy um oscar nunez oscar nunez um, let's get into this yeah this is he, uh so he I, I like the little thing is that because it's such a small town that he is a general store he also is like a everyone everyone and he is the exotic dancer of the town Oof, and like, that, i mean i love that i love the bit that great. like yeah. that sandra bullock has gone outside to get a breath of fresh air but as the door opens you kind of see yeah. betty white on stage with yeah. the show yeah. like, Woo!
0: like yeah.
1: that was fun i love that
2: i love that he just pops up everywhere he's just the guy
1: i, I like that it's, I, it became a funny joke like i said i like that he was good And then you know even at the end when he's being interviewed by the uh, the immigration guy. He goes, You you're <laughs> legal, right? He goes, oh, yes, yes, America. Oh my God. beautiful <laughs> country where I am, or whatever like, It he was like, he's fine. Yeah. Like, now if I you're like, keeping
2: count, if you're keeping count at home, that's two movies we've picked with two B-roll office actors. That's right. Yes.
1: And, and a kind of like blooper reel at the end kind of thing, like the extra yeah. credits. Oh yeah. yeah. I, oh, I, I still, stopped. I still prefer for that.
0: I still prefer insomnia's blooper reel. Like, yeah. you know, but...
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just ooh, Robin wow. Williams oh, doing stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's just Robin Williams doing constant <laughs> jokes and Al Pacino like, But, ah, I mean, ooh. even in the in the <laughs> crux of the core of this podcast, what we do, none of this felt... Al- they kept saying the... It's like they just keep saying the word Alaska, but none of this. Yeah, and and digitally putting mountains in the background. Yeah, for the right. long mountains, probably.
1: I don't know. But, and it, you know, yeah. it feels, feels somewhat remote. <laughs> Um, but, yeah. um, but should we do it? Should we like, let's keep going. So, you know what, let's, let's, uh, but let's talk about insomnia, you know, you mentioned it and it's like, let's bounce into insomnia, which is, um, I was saying, and this is, it's just like, I think I know where this episode is going to wind up. But, um, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, um, while out cold is shot, shot in British Columbia with a couple of establishing shots in Alaska. Uh, and the proposal—it's way, way more racist. It's shot, yeah. It's shot in Massachusetts <laughs> with some digital mountains and maybe a couple of establishing shots of mountains. Insomnia is, you know, Christopher Nolan. He does things for real. Um, he built the glaciers in the yeah. He constructed yeah, <laughs> Alaska. Uh, no, it's, it's also uh, a lot of it's shot in <laughs> British Columbia, but there are scenes shot in Alaska. But the, it is a is a movie that is Christopher Nolan quoted as saying it's his most underrated movie. And I think the reason for it being it's his only sort of like pay to play movie. Mm. He was hired yeah. to make the movie. It's a remake of a 1997 Norwegian movie uh, that has Stellan Skarsgård in it. Um, skateboard. <laughs> <it's just> skateboard. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah. like uh, this movie, yeah, it's because uh, even though he did, t- he took a pass at the script right before they started shooting. It's the one that is like, it's his most just movie movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and people—that's why it's underrated. Because people are like going, "Yeah, well, things aren't moving backwards, or there's no time temporality thing, or you know, there's no sort of trick going on. There's no bad- no
2: one's p- no one's pincing, no one's pincing.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: but it still does weirdly play with that. And maybe I'm looking at it through the like a modern Nolan lens, where everything has like a time construct to it. This does kind of play with that. But I don't think it was like a. I don't feel like it was a forethought. Like he wasn't like, okay, this is.
1: I, I don't know. It just doesn't
2: feel like it's... The, the time paradox doesn't feel like a it. Does,
1: it does. It some does some great visual stuff. I mean, yeah. Get it, but I'll just do a quick, quick uh, catch up to anyone that haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's a fantastic movie. Um, but the, uh, the the essence to it is is that uh, Al Pacino and Martin Donovan are two L.A. sort of um, robbery-homicide detectives that come up to Alaska to help solve um, a murder. Hilary Swank is the young, uh, young sort of driven detective who wrote a paper on one of Al Pacino's. She's like a fan, fan girl yeah. for Al Pacino. Super,
2: super into Pacino in this movie.
1: Like, but like, yeah. she's, she's into him as a detective. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't get any, like she wants to bone him vibes. Um, but which, why would you stuff. not
0: want to? Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: the, the, interesting sort of subplot of the subplot of the subplot is that Al Pacino, Martin Donovan are also kind of under a bit of problem with internal investigations. I, a, um, uh, so they're kind of getting out of town. There's some tension between the two partners over this, and um, while they're trying, they're trying to capture this uh, this murderer. They basically cornered him. It goes wrong, and in the fog, um, Al Pacino accidentally kills his partner, and um, and kind of covers it up. And so it kind of starts off as a who done it. Then it becomes like a who done it. While well, at the same time, I'm trying to cover up what I've gone done did. And then yeah. mm-hmm. it becomes like a why done it because the bad guy being Robin Williams just straight up goes, Yeah, I did it. But uh, you're in trouble too, buddy. And so now we're in this together. And it is, it creates a you just I mean, I knew I'd seen it, but mm-hmm. I, it, yeah. the whole movie going, I can't tell you how this movie's gonna end. It's like yeah, it's really fun. Like, where's this gonna go? Because all this stuff's been set up now. Where's it gonna land?
2: I, remember, yeah. I think I remember seeing this in the theater and I probably haven't seen it since then just because it's not it's not a super rewatchable movie, even though I fucking mm. bought it on voodoo like a dickhead
0: <laughs> and I'm never going to watch it again.
2: But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very it's it's the most any movie. It's just a very straightforward, but it's got the, the twists and the turns and it's it's such an enjoyable watch. And you really feel like I remember the first time I saw it, we talked about this like it's you feel exhausted
1: watching this yeah like i felt like I had. but not in a bad way it's like no like you not like the character yeah it's Uh, that's the one thing i always remembered about it is i remember watching it going i felt like i had insomnia like as you're watching Mm -hmm. it the flashes the quick cuts which are very kind of like memento same editor and he Um, looks like a
2: zombie like yeah just pacino getting progressively more tired tired. yeah
1: Yeah. and you get these these amazing like clever little visual tricks of like they're just kind of like you're just seeing things like he's basically asleep on his feet and he's looking around like the police station and focal changes were just immediately like jarringly suddenly and that people there'd be sounds and it it, you definitely got that the feeling of just like this guy is just completely losing his mind Mm -hmm. and it's like and it's it's amazing so like spoiler alert but you know in a way but is the only time you ever see him close his eyes is at the end of the movie. And it's mm-hmm. like it's just, and it's almost like a relief. Oh yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's so it's it's really interesting. That it, it plays out such a great who done it, why done it, everything that's going on in the middle. And it's again, a it, solid it,
2: film, man. It's a solid film. It's yeah, you know, it's, it's a great
1: movie. And
0: now
2: what that you're you saying think, it, does seem like a remake of a. Nor- it's like you can see. It oh, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It it watching like
0: this dragon tattoo. Think, yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But I, I think when great. you
0: mentioned that, when you mentioned that in the text thread, like this is a remake of a. Uh, you know of a Norwegian film just watching it from the beginning I'm like yeah I I can I get that sense from this you know Um, yeah I think while it is I agree it's his like least Nolan-y film in so much as I like even the title sequence appears at the front of the movie as opposed to like every Nolan film is just like when it ends it's like by the way you were watching Batman you're like oh that's the Nolan film Um, (laughs) I was confused this whole time (laughs) yeah oh he was Oppenheimer got it (laughs) um uh, but yeah so it, it's
1: just,
0: this definitely has a feeling of like okay i'm doing one for the studio because i think after yep. this he did batman right yep. that was his next one yeah I think yeah
1: because so. yeah. i was gonna say that while it's the least nolan-y as in we're talking about like you know as much as tenet is the most Nolan-y, it mm-hmm. looks like a nolan movie even though like yeah. massive budget That's, yeah it, it's with Wally Fister with those yeah. like amazing things. I tell you one thing that did bother me actually is that, so I rented it on Voodoo and it was completely filling my screen. And then last mm-hmm. night I was just up late and I was watching all sorts of deep dives and behind the scenes of just on, on it because I was just nerd, just nerd, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it was loser. How, how it was presented <laughs> in like it's this widescreen. And so, oh, yeah. so I'm like, I'm annoyed. I didn't watch it on Blu-ray or something. because, when I saw what it was supposed to look like compared to how I watched it, some of the framing was like, for me, affected by it. The blocking wasn't quite right because I was losing a third of the movie that wasn't there. So that that mm-hmm. pissed me off. So I was like, if you are going to watch it, watch it on Blu-ray. No, get-
2: see, I watched it the way Nolan intended. I I had the I watched it on cable on TNT in a four three aspect <laughs> ratio with a pan and scan <laughs> with commercials every fifteen yeah. minutes. Even on the your sound, phone. even like the score of this movie, the soundtrack felt very like Hans Zimmery, even though it wasn't. Yeah, no, but um, just, I I loved the, I loved him and the 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 friendship him and Wally Pfister had as a director and DP they went on to do many films together. And I think Wally fisted the hell out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. looked, it looked great, but you're right. The scope, the scale, like it very much felt like Alaska, like that or, it, yeah. or, or, or Oregon to a lesser extent.
1: It was, it was <laughs> dripping like, and so that the, the thing is that some of those establishing shots um, right at the beginning of the plane sort of flying in over that glacier yeah. um, that that's um, it's near Valdez alaska there's a the bit of the plane coming into land you know had that incredible shot it's beautiful you had that yeah. refinery in the background and just so cool. these massive hill mountains mm-hmm. and and just it was just so stunning and it's like it's you know i think ryan you were the one that texted it but we i think we were all thinking it is like oh he's like let's use that glacier again for mm-hmm. batman begins mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean yes. like i think that's gonna look pretty dope in a batman yeah. movie and uh, he was right because it did yeah it dope
0: yeah yeah, I mean, the whole movie looks incredible. Yeah. Um and and the editing style you mentioned same editor for Memento. That was the other thing that made it feel like a cut above like a yeah. by the numbers detective those, movie is it had that Nolan those insert editing. shots
2: of like him like flashing back to him doing something or seeing something and that mm-hmm. also playing with the time parallels.
1: Enough. there you go that is the one little Nolan trick that he does isn't it is that he, at the beginning you think it's the killer and it turns out at the end what you're seeing is that moment Al Pacino crossed the line even though yeah, he's doing yeah. it for the right reasons he mm-hmm. he did something that would get him in trouble with internal affairs which would mean that even though the bad guy was guilty would then get out and if that guy gets out everyone gets out and that's kind of like that mm-hmm. that's kind of like the parallel plot line of him and H- Hillary Swank is that she is about to do that for him and he's like Mm -hmm. no 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 don't don't lose yourself you know learn from learn my lesson just be the good cop and Mm -hmm. so yeah so there's that moment because then the flashback you realize it's him the whole time we've been seeing that blood and the blood soaking into like the fabric that that close-up that keeps coming back and keeps coming back and keeps coming back is Mm -hmm. actually that is what that is is not the murder and not the thing we're trying to solve it's the moment where he lost himself right and yeah so, you know, it's like so. There, there is a little known thing thank you for that you were the one that finally put that piece together huh? <laughs> and, <laughs> and this
0: movie, <laughs> I've done it that, uh and it has uh funny enough the opposite message of the dark knight which is the uh, message in this movie is hey you know lying to uh make you know Right. To to serve justice, that's not the way to go. It should be the the way. Dark Knight is like, no, that movie's wrong. You need to lie in order to uh, keep society together. It's yeah. also, I think that's what, interesting.
1: It's also very literally opposite, because like one is called The he Dark is. Knight, and Insomnia is always day. It's yeah. just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's white like... Light, did, white light. <laughs> I didn't mention yeah. that uh, in the plot description. Um, for those that haven't seen it, is that while they're up here in Alaska to solve this murder, they're there during the summer where the sun never sets so when mm. i was joking at the beginning it's film noir without the noir is that that's why kind of it's completely thrown off his circadian rhythm yeah he, he can't ever sleep and the way they use light to almost be like oh, it yeah. reminds me of the video game alan wake where like yes you know, it's like but the opposite like light is like is evil you know yeah. they play mm-hmm. it off so well so it's like a it's a super dark movie where light is used in a different way.
2: I'm now realizing I should have picked my original pick for this because they completely contrast <laughs> one another. That
1: would have been yeah. So go, you can talk about it. You can tell. Oh, them.
2: I, we were gonna. I was gonna go with the the other one. I was uh, tooling around with was Thirty Days of Night. But after watching it, I was like, this is a really grim fucking movie. I really need to. Mm-hmm
1: yeah so you decided to cheer everybody up without cold good call ryan good
2: call i really backfired didn't it that one's on me that one's on me but they can't all be vegas
1: vacations all right you know so this (laughs) is the first this isn't the first Nolan we've had um you know we did talk oppenheimer when we got to new mexico um and like for me i think i listen i hear other people talking about christopher nolan some people say like he's a like a an, sort of a not an averagely smart in person's opinion of like a genius. Like, you know, they go, he's a, like, mm. he's a fantastic movie maker. And I think yeah. he's sort, of the, sort of the best out of there, but, People like, "Oh, when you really go and look at them, are they that great?" And I'm like, "Um, yeah, they they yeah. actually are." Um, where does Insomnia fall? You know, because much like you guys said this is the first time I've watched it since I watched it the first time. Like Ryan said, not exactly the most rewatchable, whereas like there are yeah. other ones that I've rewatched and rewatched and rewatched because I just love going on the adventure and the ride. Where do you sort of like put this on your um your filmography of of Nolan? Cuz it's like not like he has a bad movie. No, but I
2: think there's two different there's like a diverging path of his movies where you get like you have the Dark Knight trilogy, your Inception, then you have like your Inception, your Tenants, and then you have like the the Following, his first movie, Memento, like those really like offbeat kind of films. Yeah.
1: If you've if you've never
2: seen Following, it's it's really no, good. I've never yeah, seen. I it. have not. I've never seen it either. It's short yeah. too. I think it's like eighty some odd minutes.
1: But like yeah. uh, I've heard it's great. It's just um as I sort of yeah I get I get kind of what you're saying is like. You know, this is, watch, it feels like an outlier.
2: Like it feels, it doesn't
1: Well, in a way, because I was like, watching the behind the scenes and now when you watch any behind the scenes of, of any of Nolan's movies, it's always him and Emma, Emma Tom, Thomas, his, his missus that's yeah. also the producer. But they're talking mm-hmm. and it's like this big thing whereas in this case, it's, it's Nolan being interviewed and he's just kind of sitting in a small edit bay and uh, mm-hmm. he looks so much like Leonardo DiCaprio in Inception. It's like, it's crazy. They, they basically, yeah. Inception is a movie about making movies. That's the entire thing. And that is Christopher Nolan. But, um, mm-hmm. but it's him talking about, you know, one, he just looks so young too. It's so sort and he's talking about how nervous he was to meet Al Pacino. And- uh, Yeah, understandable, like, yeah. You know, and it's like, Al Pacino is like, and also because one of, you know, it's very clear like uh Christopher Nolan's influenced by um a couple of directors, one of them is Michael Mann. So and we saw that, you know, mm-hmm. he made his heat with Dark Knight. And in this mm-hmm. case, he's brought Al Pacino in, playing a very similar character to the character he plays in Heat to do a detective noir. Very different energies. Very, 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 energies. Very, yes. very, very, very He doesn't have a great ass! Yeah. You're all way up in it! Nothing.
2: That's what Chino needed in this movie it was a coke problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. needed chipping cocaine. That's what he needed. If you're not, I need. mean, if you're already staying up all night, I mean, come on, what's the, <laughs> the arm? there, right? <laughs> you know. Um, but I, we've been talking all this time and not given any, any, any chat about Robin Williams, who um, we kind who? of, uh,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> We 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 chatted about it yeah. the other day. We were um, on one of the other episodes. We, we mentioned one hour photo Ooh, yeah. as well, Ooh. which was, um, you know, that when you bring Robin Williams out. And uh you put him in a in a in a role where it's completely pared down and there's no comedy to it. He's got this kind of thing, and I was actually, like I said, watching the bit behind the scenes, and they're saying is that what he bought was the kind of mentorish, smart calmness of the character from um Goodwill Hunting. But then showing yeah. if you can just put a little twist on it, it's yeah. creepy and strange and scary and weird. And I think he just he absolutely kills it yeah movie. he he crushed it i
2: mean i comparing this to one of his role in one hour photo they're they're kind of similar but he you know he plays this weak this meek man but seeing him in this like unnerving villainous role is fantastic i love well, he just straight up comedians. tells yeah. you
1: he's the bad guy from the beginning yeah. it's not like you don't have to solve anything it's, i did it yeah it's like mm-hmm. how are you gonna like he's like how are you gonna get away with what you need to get away with but like uh, yeah, yeah. What, what
0: did you think of robin williams in this movie I mean I thought he was fantastic and – but by virtue of the fact that it is Robin Williams, there's always a little part of me where he's like – where he's saying like, oh, I didn't mean to murder her or like this was an accident where just because it's Robin Williams, I kind of want to believe him. I kind of want him to secretly not be a bad guy, Mm -hmm. which I think really works because he is such a creep and so bad in this movie Um, that that really – that really kind of helps that. Performance. Yeah, I, I feel like you're right. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think he
2: intent, like went out of his way and intended to harm this girl, but it just it right. went down the yeah, way he said it. You're,
1: did. you're thinking of but, that, but then as the information comes in, it's yeah, like he's just feeling ridiculed. He's feeling so. It yeah. suddenly it's got that kind of incel kind of like oh, like yeah. thing. She and laughed then, at his
2: pee-pee and then and, he went crazy. And then like, uh, yes. and
1: then, and Pacino's like, you you spent ten minutes beating her to death you know. Right. Ten minutes. This wasn't like, oh, I didn't want to have to do this. He spent like ten minutes being had and then two hours right, bathing right. her and washing her hair and clipping her oh, nails. And it's like, just you know. creepy. Exactly. Enough. But that's the thing is, We've uh, all I love you said it, Will. <laughs> because he's being calm and he's being Robin Williams and then, it, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's right on that knife edge of just yeah. like, because I know what you mean. He's like, oh, you're kind of, oh, maybe he didn't. He, no, no. Now,
2: let me I pitch know. a different movie to you. Okay.
1: Eleven three. 3.
2: You hey. get, uh, yes, you get <laughs> Armand, you get Armand Goldman put into this role Ooh. and let him just go hog wild. Fossey, Fossy, Fossey. Madonna, Madonna. <laughs> and you put Nathan Lane in the Al Pacino Pacino's role. character. Uh, Ellis, you got a movie sold. on your hands. I have they sold. sold. Uh, I've, I've pierced the, the toast
1: i've pierced the body
2: <laughs> Whatever.
1: oh man calling all the way back to the birdcage there you go that's this a, is that's... why we this is
2: why we need to end the writer strike because i can't
0: <laughs>
2: We can't do it i can't, doing, I, can't, I, can't yeah. I can't be the only one <laughs> pitching, pitching then, billion dollar ideas
1: <laughs> watching the movie as well like i remember you know when i watched it when i was younger and i'm watching it now as a, like a 42 year old man is that um Hillary Swank looked about twelve in this movie. Yeah, she looks I,
0: You know, so I, yeah. I don't know what it is about about her, but like, I always had the thought that like, oh, she looks like you know, she's always looked older to me. Yeah, but I haven't seen a movie with her for a while, and seeing this, Friday, you're absolutely Friday right. Kid Part three, like, yeah. <laughs> even in that, because I, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, she she looks too old for high school, and she was like, I think she's like ten years older than me. I forget yeah. what it is,
2: but well, yeah, back see, watch see, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's the one.
1: She's uh, yeah, she's forty nine now. <laughs> Um, But I know what you mean, Will, is that that same thing Is like, she's a, I find that she's a beautiful, like, mature. Yeah. And, like, I just forgot that the first time I sort of, you know, I saw her in Boys Don't Cry, I saw her in Insomnia, is that, oh, man, she was a baby. She Look at that, baby. But she doesn't, she doesn't have, like, the most effeminate features, I guess. No, I mean, that's why I have the first breakout role was her playing a boy. And then suddenly, Mm -hmm. like, oh, she's not a boy. She's a girl. What? You know, she's, she's a million that, dollar baby yeah, yeah she's, she's got that sort of tomboyishness but there's yeah. also very very beautiful but she's just yeah. you know the fact that you got one two three all very recent sort of like oscar winners in this movie it's like it was such a powerhouse of casting
2: um i don't think this movie did pretty well either right i mean
1: it did it made money
2: yeah 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 it um where's the sequel nolan where's the sequel
1: <laughs> still still awake yeah. um it's, uh, it yeah. Was, yeah, it made $114 of off no, six mil. All
2: right. Well, that's more than I make, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a chat. I guess yeah. that's good. I don't and know. And then it
1: went into, yeah, then suddenly it's Batman, and then he's Christopher Nolan. He's that yeah. he's that name. Yeah, But mm-hmm. like, you know, I'd love to, I would, hey, where does, where does uh, Memento take place? Uh, that would be a fun movie to, because I haven't watched that since, College. Oh, yeah. It's called. Yeah, I
2: haven't seen that either. Again, it's one of those I, watched like, it,
1: I was I just, obsessed with it, like everybody was at that sort of time, especially if you were into movies and you were young and you kind of felt like. It was a sort of secret. It was yeah. a movie you'd show other people. You haven't seen Memento. Oh, sit yeah. down. We're watching it. I would show I did that without, I did that without Colt. <laughs> that's yeah, why that's I've just...
0: been ostracized. <laughs> yeah. Next see, week we'll have another co-host. It's a it. movie. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> see, I messed up with Memento. I watched it backwards. So I thought it was a normal
1: movie. I couldn't figure out why everyone liked it. <laughs> well, see, the cool thing about that is they actually wrote it and shot it straight and then did it backwards. Edited, yeah. You know, in the end, it's like, that's, um, I'd love to watch it. The
0: only way, yeah, it's probably the only way that makes sense yeah. to make that movie.
1: You know, otherwise,
0: it'd be a little too confusing. I don't know.
1: That I makes see, sense yeah. to me. So Insomnia is the last film directed by Nolan to receive an R rating until Oppenheimer. Yeah. I was good. Oh,
2: man. wow. Yeah, it was, this movie had boobies in it. Dead, dead boobies. Yeah, it
1: dead bo- it's just like Bad Boys 2. There you yeah. go. We have enough, <laughs> more dead movies. Here
2: you go. You certainly have not- a type with your movies. <laughs> Submarines and corpse tits.
0: <laughs> if never, the, never the,
2: the twain shall meet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if that's not <laughs> the name of your memoir. Uh...
1: <laughs> Submarines yeah. and corpse that's tits. The, that's the next shirt, fellas. That's the next shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, though. Uh, it's going to yeah. be a submarine with some dead breasts on it. That's going to be a great, t- great T-shirt. Yeah. Um, a scene <laughs> I really liked. So, first of all, two things I really liked. Um, and I guess it's where Nolan kind of like starts moving the camera like Nolan. So you yeah. get these big sweeping sort of plane shots like establishing, yeah. but you're also getting those, like there's some shots where it's just gliding across all those sort of uh, rocks and things like that. And we're getting those, those close-ups of their feet and things like that. But the scene that I really liked um, was the Robin Williams escaping across the log scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, then, my God. Yeah, was in, And then the temperature. I forgot how...
2: And again, yeah, he's he's been dangerous. awake. Yeah, he's been awake for like five days at this point. Like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. they keep touching on that. Like, oh, you've been awake three days and four days. Are you starting to see things? Starting to hear things? And mm-hmm. they get to that point where he's he's chasing him. He goes to his apartment almost in like us in like recreating the scene from Seven, right? Yeah, where where he's they're on the foot chase. But man, and then just gets and everything takes place in broad daylight. It's not this like dark crime noir. It's not this dark night so to speak <laughs> <laughs> they get to this log roll thing and i'm like oh man this looks like a fucking nightmare yeah
1: it was Look, oh. it was really good Looked great shot so beautifully as well and it's like oh. you feel like it's one of those things that it was a plot point where they were like doing location scouting and they yeah. saw that and they go that we can use and Ooh. but it was that the tension of when pacino's under the water and then it's the things like he's just trying to get to the oh. light for once and trying to breathe and the, the logs coming together and smashing, and it's like, you know, he's going to be okay because you've seen the movie before. But I was like, this—the tension of that movie, like that and moment, it feels was cold gritty. too. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, just yeah. And it's it's one of
0: those brutal. scenes where there's like, you know, because you can see like the shafts of like light coming through, and you're just thinking like, uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, that's what you're getting is like the anxious yeah. and frustration. Like there is air there, but you just can't quite get to it it's like yeah. if you've
2: ever been on roller
1: skates and your future's going like ah, that's what it feels like <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. um yeah. anything else like from 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 this movie that like you know like stood out to you because yes, um, the, the the one
2: the one native actor in the police, in the police uh yes. in the police precinct the just the one just
1: the one there we go yeah and i like Nikki cat as well i yeah, I've always great. I've always been a Nicky Cat fan. I thought he did great in this movie.
2: Since Days and Confused. Yeah, you keep bringing it up. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and Confused. It was in the TV show Boston Public as well. I just enjoyed like, I enjoyed him in that. He's great. Um, and
0: and he he's the um the guy uh if you haven't seen Days and Confused, he's the guy in the dark Knight uh in the SWAT van with Gordon, yeah. who's like Oh, that doesn't look good. Oh, that is not good. (laughs) Yeah. So I was trying to figure out where I knew him from, and I'm like, oh, that's Mm. that's what I know him from.
1: Yeah, Nolan does like to bring his people back. You know, like you were saying, the guy from Tenet. That I'm like, like, why do I know? I knew he was in this,
2: but I only know him from that hand gesture. (laughs) Yeah. Same. No, that was.
0: I was also like, oh yeah, Tenet. That's where I know him from.
2: And I then the hotel, the, uh, the woman that works in the hotel is Mort- Morris Hearney. Mort- uh, Hearney, yeah, she's Judy. great in this. As a, ER, as, yeah, yeah, from ER, yeah, that's
1: where I always knew her from as well. Yeah, as it's a person
2: that, that he, just, he just confides his his crimes in her and she's like, okay, I guess I'll go to sleep now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm just going right. to,
2: yeah, exactly. But was, you, was, you know they bang, dude. You that's, know that's Pacino the is laying like, pipe, dude. Is this
1: another episode of Did <laughs> They Bang? Because they're still yes. wearing clothes she's fully dressed i think she just fell asleep while talking to him kind of thing nah like, man for me for me the the most frustrating part of the movie is that bit like in day three where he's you're finally seeing him he's just closed his eyes and the phone Yeah. oh my god
2: so i feel like I, I feel like i remember that happening so many more times but i, I it just happens that once
1: but you're still well, like ugh. Oh. it's because the whole movie is it like that bit where he like he he almost crashes the car but then realizes it's a completely empty road you know what i mean it's just that moment yeah yeah where he you just realize he's losing losing his mind that like, like i was saying is once it gets to the end and we've you know he's taken this bullet and he's had the shootout and we've taken out the bad guy and and i was like i can't believe i didn't see it coming almost but like, like i said earlier is that the only time we ever see him close his eyes is as he dies and it's like but like you, all, you almost feel like one the relief of it all but also i'm like Oh, well played, Nolan! You've just you've kept yeah. us on the edge of him, never closing his eyes, and when he does, it's this kind of like this moment of. And he's like, just let me sleep. Let me, just let, let me, me sleep, yeah. and it's just like, me. yeah, it was really powerful, and yeah. it, it was so great. Yeah, and then yeah. It, just fade, and it, and it just fades to
2: black, and it just ends. Like, there's no blooper reel. There's no. Uh, <laughs> previously on or like what are they up
0: to yeah Yeah, do the 80s movie like freeze frame montage you know hillary swank went on to become funny enough a horror writer. (laughs) yeah
2: i did enjoy the reveal like her kind of going back to the crime scene finding the bullet and then yeah she's a good notes yeah Yeah. you
1: know you you see and like she's learned his lesson anytime you're about to dismiss something look at it again
2: Yeah, and And all of the advice that Pacino is giving her, she utilizes. Yeah, to to solve his his crime. Yeah, she's like, shit, I I shouldn't have slept with him.
0: (laughs) I almost had the thought that there might be an extra twist to this to where it was going to be revealed that, uh, no, Robin Williams' character actually shot Pacino's partner and has been using his insomnia and his uncertainty to Mm. mess with him and manipulate him into, like, be you know coming up with this cover story together I thought like and she was going to reveal like
1: coming to reveal like no it wasn't you he's oh, messing funny.
0: with you I thought that could might have been, be where there could have going. been a nice it I could have have see nice that as
1: an, an alternate version for yeah. sure but yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of fun that you're having all these multiple things being solved at the same time it's like it's yeah, yeah it it's, this uh, movie really wraps it up like but really without well it, in the third act without it being complex or without it being overly no. confusing mm-hmm. or without playing any sort of real tricks it just tells the story well and it's directed super strong
2: yeah yeah it's uh you do get the you do get the one scream chino bit where he is he takes the the like something
1: you order for coffee i'll take a scream chino please scream (laughs) chino yes
2: that's another shirt write that down
1: Um,
2: where he's he's with the corpse's boyfriend's girlfriend like her best friend played Mm -hmm. famously by the girl from ginger snaps i can't remember her name but Great. Oh, yeah, I really have a doubt
0: she's from Freddy versus Jason. That's really? where I know yeah. from.
2: Yeah. She's also in Hannibal, a great actress. But she's like weirdly again, everyone is so horny for Pacino in this movie. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> it's the, everyone.
2: It's it, It's that
1: trope of like uh, it's the same as it's Jack Reacher. Jack
2: Reacher energy. Yeah. yeah it's it's thing the, whole thing. I'm the
1: young pretty girl <laughs> in a small town and I will attach myself to this 55-year-old yeah. man and i will do whatever is necessary i'll show, I'll show you my hooah yeah. yeah. if, if you get me out of this shithole yeah. which is the most beautiful place on earth yeah. and, and take me to la that's the place where everything's awesome it's yeah. so like mm-hmm. i want to go into hang around with forty-five thousand, uh you know homeless people you know yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> the I glamour want, of it all i right. want people doing drugs on the street that's what i want i don't want to be in alaska surrounded by natural beauty
2: Hey, save it for season two.
1: (laughs) So, so let's get into it, which I think might be might be like it's um,
2: it's a no brainer.
1: It's like it's 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 like watching uh, out cold, cold. cold. (laughs) race us, kind of thing. I've convinced you. you. Which is the most Alaska (laughs) of these movies? Well, let's start with out cold, shall we? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) A movie that honestly feels like it takes place in a uh, Canadian ski resort because it does. Um, the only thing that we, like you mentioned before, they do, uh, insult Eskimos, um, uh, and then, uh, mention Juno once the proposal does give you that kind of, a out there vibe, small town sort of thing. Um, but the, the whole one, like, as the one as thing, as soon as you hear Massachusetts, that's all I yeah. can see. But the
2: one thing we didn't mention about the proposal, they got the most perfect puppy dog
1: for yes. that
2: role played by... Say it with me now: an Alaskan Eskimo. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, so proposal. I think I'm wins. starting to turn, guys. <laughs> I'm
0: All so right, glad get... I turned you guys on this one. <laughs> well, Slam. Great,
1: great. See you next time, guys. Shut it down. This one's done. Shut <laughs> we didn't actually talk about the bit where Sandra Bullock's character thing, where she tries to get the eagle to eat <laughs> the, the dog. dog. <laughs> so that's one yeah. little thing is that as we learned from right this minute, Will and I would do is that Alaska. Yeah. Has has bloody eagles like New York has pigeons, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. but then you're watching the proposal and I'm going, I'm they're going, it's the wrong eagle. It's yeah. Been, yeah, you know. So yeah. even though they did put an eagle. Spoiler alert: there should have been 300 more, and it should have flawless, been flawless
2: CGI,
0: though. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> I think Weta worked on this movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. It, it's it it isn't even close. It's yeah. um mm-hmm. from the first. It's wind river. Of establishing shots from, from just <laughs> yeah. the, the cinematography, from the location shots to, yeah. to the, the feeling like you're, you're really out there, to the fact that the sun never sets. It just, I think it could have been, like I said, if, if Ryan, if you had bought 30 days of night to this fight, I think it would have been a really interesting fight. Yeah between. Them. Yeah. That doesn't mean that when we yeah. circle back to Alaska you can't bring that. But like, you know, I would I I'm with you that the juxtaposition of the two I would think have would have made it tough whereas I I so I'm like guys it, it is no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will yeah. save it
2: we'll save that speak for for season 2 for sure, but um yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it, it, this the hands down I mean like even what like cuz it takes a good amount of time in the proposal to even get to air quotes Alaska cuz mo- I, I didn't even know if it was in New York or Hollywood it was unclear but um yeah no it's definitely insomnia by a mile for sure now, oh yeah
1: and it's not to say that there aren't other sort of alaska movies that we could nope that's played. it it's just insomnia <laughs> it. it's, um, <laughs> one that i was um circling is uh, into the wild yeah it's
2: another you know, movie. based, based we on mis- not- we, we had one that zen mentioned uh, mystery uh,
1: mystery alaska Mystery Even Alaska, yeah. Ruby, yeah, yeah. Well, I, that was one that uh, I've enjoyed picking myself well. for not picking that. We again, these are all for next time. Uh, the yeah. Gray is something I've never seen and yeah. want to see. It's I want to see. Oh, you've the, never. <laughs> seen Oh, see, because you were dancing around picking that. I didn't know you hadn't seen it. No, never seen it. Uh, you wow. mentioned that the Edge was another one. Yeah, that's you a know? great one. So I think that, I, that's when I, I almost picked. Starring Bart the kid. Bear. <laughs> 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 so I think, and then we got Thirty Days of Night, like we said. So I, I kind of feel like when we return to alaska that we can bring some movies that really can take on insomnia because i had
2: had one more too that's very insomnia adjacent uh it's like similar in tone it's uh out cold too (laughs) no it's a it's it's a netflix movie called hold the dark with uh jeffrey
1: wright very very oh i've heard of this as well yeah Yeah. so you know what yeah Yeah. i think I think next time around, I think when we come to, to Alaska's a big place, we'll figure it out. It's a very big place yeah. to, to dethrone Insomnia, but in this case, it was a little bit like watching Mike Tyson beat up on a couple of ten-year-olds. Like, no- which is always which fun. happens
2: in Out Cold too, but it's straight to VOD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
1: crazy. They got him. In there. So, uh, so you heard it here first. The official movie to represent Alaska here on the United States of Movie Podcast, at least until a better one comes and takes it down, is the movie Insomnia. By Christopher Nolan it's not available for streaming anywhere you're gonna to have to rent it or buying buy it I would recommend getting it on blu-ray it's definitely worth a watch or you can just make friends with Ryan and watch it on his voodoo mm-hmm. um, so the question is now at this point um, is where we're going next week guys I've got an interesting thing that's happening next week we are going to do our first challenge episode so I was, our very first episode, we did California. Um, we did joke about the fact that, you know, there's only about 4,000 movies to choose from. And completely at random, without conferring with each other, we all picked an LA based crime heist movie. It being heat, point break and an ambulance. And so I was talking with a friend of mine who is from California and was like well you know what there are other movies that were made there and i feel like you know this person is a big fan of movies um so what we're going to do is uh bust the myth about la being the only place to make movies because a very good friend of mine a big movie fan carrie byron from uh from miss busters from crash uh, crash test girl from uh, the the white rabbit project project is going to come on the show next week she's bringing two movies uh, to try and dethrone the movie that we chose. So uh, make sure you join us next week. We're going to have Carrie Byron on the show. She has picked, I'll tell you guys off mic once we end the show, the movies that she's picked. I'm <laughs> oh, man. so excited to talk about these movies. It's going to be Oh, amazing. that's awesome. I am stoked. This is I'm such a huge fan of hers. And yeah. so uh,
0: this is going to be great. I can't yeah. wait.
1: It's going to be awesome. For you guys at home and for our listeners and for people that reach out, thank you so much uh for for joining us um you can find me online ollie underscore pet uh, you can also find me as That Englishman in Texas. You can find Will as entitled Willennial. As always, like I said, Ryan is just a mystery that exists on the yeah. internet. Um, keep an eye on our social medias and things like that. We are so close to launching on YouTube, we're just waiting for our animated intro to come from Pakistan. Yeah, we're waiting for the <laughs> intro to be way far less racist. <laughs> it, <laughs> was, oh, it was, it was racist the, enough. The first <laughs> pass of this, I, I remember showing my missus as well, and she's like, this guy hates America. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: We're gonna have, we'll, we'll we'll save that for the Patreon. (laughs)
1: yeah it's it's amazing Um, but yeah so next week we're returning to California for a challenge episode we have our celebrity guest Carrie Byron joining us so make sure you join us on the next episode of the United States of a Movie Podcast